They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally, that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Welcome aboard, uh, episode 17, Inside the Mind of Scott. As always, make sure you're liking it, sharing it, following it, subscribing to it. Appreciate you listening. Uh, been running through a bunch of guests on the podcast recently, doing them all on Zoom because can't have anyone near me and we're, you know, can't be six feet apart in the studio because they're small. And on top of that, Sin, who is my guest, is not even in the area anymore. We're down, no. like, where are you, like Jersey now? Yeah, I live in Jersey now. Uh, moved out there last summer. Yeah, new job opportunities, new music opportunities, new recording studio that opened, which has has been great. And uh, you know, I mean, until you know, COVID happened, and then you know, <laughs> that, that was not great. But I mean, um, let, let's talk about the the quarantine and the creative process. Because, like, what was that? Were you in the ocean? What happened there? Anyway, uh, you hear like some static come through. It sounded like a wave ran through. It was awesome. Anyway, really? yeah, well, I don't know what the hell it was. Maybe it was just my laptop fan kicking on for a second. I don't know what happened. Anyway, <laughs> um, with the with the with the quarantine and especially being down in Jersey, which was kind of like a hotbed for a bunch of nonsense going on. Yeah. What What is the creative process for you like? Like, I have friends up here in the area that are independent artists as well, and uh, he hit me up today, and I was he was like, dude because of being home all the time like he's written and produced a bunch of new music like have you oh been God. have you been inspired or are you just kind of yeah. like well i mean you know with work and everything i you know i'm, I'm blessed to be able to work from home still so um you know I, my oh, whole work. by the way on the podcast anytime anyone says blessed you have to take a shot we made this drinking game uh so <laughs> I have liquor here. No, not, not you. I'm saying like people that listen, oh. <laughs> right. My buddy and I did one like three, like three episodes ago. And, uh, he, every time he said, he's like, you know what? We're going to turn this into a drinking game. And every time I say blessed, you have to take a shot. Yeah. And I think by the time we got done, it was like a two and a half hour podcast. By the time we got done, you'd have been like 12, 13 shots. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just so you know, so we, we've now turned, the sin podcast into uh, a drinking game. A so drinking. that's a shot. That's a shot. Right. Okay. So, so not to cut you off, you've been blessed. Oh, no, good. So yeah, so working from home has been, been great. And, uh, you know, trying to just keep up with everything. I'm in, I'm in sales outside of music. So, you know, doing, uh, doing that working from home has been a lot different, you know, the way that we have to do everything. But with that, just being home and having my whole, whole setup, put together really it's uh it's it's it just makes you sit down because there's nothing else to do right uh, it's, you know a lot of times you'll find a reason to to go out somewhere just to like enjoy the day or something like this but then like once once uh once you're pretty much finished with work or even if work took up that whole day itself you know you just see everything here you got your headphones ready you got <laughs> beat that you probably put on two days ago I mean, it, it, that's, that's how Avocado Toast came up, my new record that's coming out. So it's like I, it, it just sort of just happened. You know, you're just sitting and just thinking. There's like really nothing else going on. <laughs> right. You know, coming up with new ideas. So I've, 
as far as I, I mean, it's a, it's a very negative time that's happening right now. So it's, it's hard to stay positive, but as far as creativity, you just are, you're forced to be stuck in your own bubble to create, which has been awesome. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, that's the thing too, is it's like, I'm not in the, in the creative, I'm in a different type of creative process for me. So like, it's not like I'm writing music or anything like that. So I can't imagine like, I got a feeling like we're going to get a bunch of songs about coronavirus from a bunch of different artists. Because I'm shocked there aren't more like right now. Right. Cause what else are you like? What else are you writing about? Like if you're talking, if you're writing about stuff that you're living through and that you're doing, like there's going to be a whole, there's going to be like 50 songs about sitting at home watching TV. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, de- no, a hundred percent. And I mean, I think Snoop Dogg put a song out called stay at home and, and like everyone's kind of making jokes about it. You know, Samuel L. Jackson had this one where he like read uh, a story book to everybody. <laughs> that was the funniest thing out. I was crying. But I mean, as far as like real songs, I don't know if anybody's really like, it's funny because that, that does make sense. But I feel like people have taken more time to, uh, to create stuff maybe that, that would have taken them until the end of the summer to finish. Right. You know, now they're like, it's go time. You know, all we can do is stay home. We're not even allowed to go out. So a lot of people are pretty much just finishing their real projects. I don't even think anyone's focusing on trying to capitalize on the topic of coronavirus. I think they just had so much work to get done. It's just now it's just balls to the wall, really. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because it's not – if you're working on a project and you have – that to do, but you also have other engagements, depending on, you know, who the artist would be. I mean, like, you these major artists, they got to do appearances, and they got to do shows, and they got to do this, and they got to, you know, and they're getting pulled in a bunch of different directions, yep. you know, and then they have to schedule in the studio time to do all that stuff. So, really, right now, like, the only thing you can do is, like, studio time. So, exactly. <laughs> you know, no, exactly. you're not really doing appearances, because you can't go anywhere, and even if you oh. are... Except, except for... Uh, uh, um, Travis Scott, he changed the whole game with he, really? uh, he, he, and I saw it for the first time, um, the other, like maybe two weeks ago, he, uh, he went into Fortnite, him and Fortnite did a concert. Really? Yeah, Fortnite created, a, a, like they stopped, you know, Fortnite's one of the biggest games. Right. I don't even know how, what it's even about, but like, if you don't know what Fortnite is, you're under a rock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like everyone knows Fortnite. And Travis Scott and Fortnite created this thing where, like, they stopped the game completely. And then, like, for 15 minutes, maybe, something like that, like, the whole game was a Travis Scott concert. Like, you could, fu- you could fly to, like, every – it was – the entire game was a Travis Scott concert. And there was – how many people? A couple million people tuned in to watch it. Really? It's like – unbelievable numbers for just like a 10 minute performance and they really did a huge digital perform it was nuts dude nuts i don't know how i missed that i I like i feel like i heard about it but never really looked into it or like paid any attention i mean and you know who told me about it someone who doesn't listen to rap music at all (laughs) let's just like Unless it's like uh, Tupac or something like that, just might want to hit hits. You know what I mean? Like he, he, it, Travis Scott. It, no way. There's no way he would have even known who that was. And because of that, just everyone that's just playing all the time. It just, wow. yeah, he he killed it. 
You know, yeah. I, I mean, I don't really know how much money you'd make off something like that because it wasn't like a couple hour performance, but he had crazy amounts of people watching. Crazy. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I, unless there was some sort of back end thing with Fortnite, you know, right, exactly. Like paying him something. I know that, uh, just like have my, Fortnite's live numbers, whoever's playing at that time, rise. right. Yeah, not that I and I'm I'm kind of like you. I like I don't know a thing about the game, how to play it or anything like that. I don't play it. No. Um, my youngest daughter's like I play Fortnite. I'm like I don't know what that is. I think yeah. it's. I'm like I mean I know what it is. Like I've heard of it, but you know I, what I you know what was the biggest mistake of my life listening to my friend to buy one of these, and I've been playing. <laughs> I've been playing uh, on on Steam. Uh, it's a video game portal or whatever. Uh, Halo. Oh. I used to play that back in the day, and Halo came out with the first Halo on there, and I just it was the worst choice I've ever made because I can't <laughs> stop playing it. <laughs> it's yeah, awesome. Dude, I've been spending like hours. I have a PS4, and I'm uh, playing. I just got Call of Duty: uh, Infinite War. Uh huh. I have NBA 2K20. <laughs> I got MLB 19 to show. I'm like, <laughs> and with uh, with NBA 2K20, I've kind of abandoned like all the normal games, like the like trying to create my own player and have a career, this, that, and the other thing. They have NBA Blacktop, so you can play street ball, and you can use legends of the game. So like, really? so it's like. Uh, yesterday I was playing. It was Jason Williams, Michael Jordan, and oh, I can't think of my third player. I think like Larry Johnson or something. Wow. Like that. And I played like <laughs> Gary Payton, LeBron. Like it was just a ridiculous game. Oh, it was it was Jason Williams, Michael Jordan, and Pistol Pete Maravich was my team, and I played against like LeBron and two other legends. And wow. it, I mean it's. It's awesome because you can pull off street moves and they do like these ridiculous dunks that Michael Jordan, although I am a humongous Jordan fan, they are dunks like Ali said he would never do. Like, you know, catching the ball in the air, going behind his back and dunking it. Or I'm like, yeah. Jordan, Jordan didn't do all that stuff. Like, Speaking about, did you see, my brother actually told me about some documentary that came out about him. The Last Dance, wait, you didn't, you, you're like one of the only people in America that didn't watch The Last Dance? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it was a 10-part docu-series. On ES it was a 30 for 30, essentially, for ESPN. Oh, and really? Yeah, it was a 10-part series on the 97-98 Bulls. Oh, uh, but see, but but now, so my brother, my dad, what they were saying was they were saying that uh, there's certain parts that they're not sure how accurate they'd call it because Jordan produced it. Yeah. You know I mean, so, like, they're like, maybe – this didn't happen this way <laughs> there i know that that he's getting a lot of backlash from certain people about because he had creative control over it so like final right, right. Okay. you know final cut went through him he either you know gave it the green light or was like nope fix it right uh as i guess to make himself look like the hero but there was a lot of stuff in there that didn't really make michael jordan look like a hero like it made him it came he came off as a uber competitive douchebag in certain right. and it was like he didn't look great great but at the same time it's you know i'm i'm not really concerned about michael jordan's personality or anything like that uh i knew he was a tremendous basketball player so i'm like that's all i cared about like yeah. what he did on the court like yeah he was an asshole there's a lot of people that were assholes that are revered 
for what they did. Like um, people that are great that are out. That's just how it is. And you can't, you're not watching for their personality. It's not a reality. Well, I mean, Ty Cobb was one of the greatest baseball players ever, at least, you know, from the early days. And he, I mean, he was a complete bastard. Oh yeah. Yeah. uh, There's a, uh, they, they came out with a movie just, I think it was just called Cobb and Tommy Lee Jones plays Ty Cobb. And I mean, the stuff that he did and said, he just didn't care, but he was, he was a tremendous baseball player, but he was, he was a prick. And I'm like, I don't really, you know, Horace Grant's upset because Michael Jordan did this and said this, and this player is upset. And Scottie Pippen's mad because he came off kind of, you know, didn't really like the way he came across in the whole thing. And it's like, ah, man, sorry. Yeah. You're going to get upset about it. Like you've already made your fortunes. You guys are done. Your legacies are already built. You can't take anything away from any of these people. Right. So what are you going to do? The, no, I, I hear that. I do. Like, oh, Michael made me look stupid. Yo, you don't play basketball anymore. Who gives a shit? Like <laughs> you're on TV right now. Like you're welcome. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you were named one of the top 50 basketball players of all time in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, but anyway, uh, let's, let's, let's talk music. Cause, uh, Definitely. everything, everything you keep putting out, man, I'm, I'm more and more impressed. Not that I wasn't impressed to begin with. No, no, no. I, I can, I can hear you evolving as an MC, which I think is fucking dope. Yeah, uh, man. Appreciate that. Uh, you know, you, you uh, lyrically, like I can tell that you're putting in the work lyrically, you know, story-wise in your songs, just the, you know, kind of the way that you're putting together your raps is, a, is sounds fantastic. Appreciate that so yeah. much. man. I'm working as hard as I possibly can to just like always improve the last thing that I did. Um, you know, if I'm going to be putting together a project, you know, I, I want to make sure I think like as hard as possible about it, not just being a, a mix of just songs that I have or something that is, it, it works together. Some people could listen to it front to back and not just be confused by it. You know, I'm really trying to think about the whole big picture of it and recording. My recording process takes a while because I really want perfection out of what I'm making now, you know, and, and. And because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get to an, the next level of what I'm doing. And, you know, perfection is just demanded, you know, and it's not just from the recordings, but the whole quality of everything. You know, you got to make sure that everything's perfect. And that's just what I'm striving for right now and sticking to that no matter what. Like, I don't care if I have six months in between a record, you know, every you, right. you'll never say that every record I release isn't just as or better than the last one. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Which. Which is refreshing to hear. Uh, one of the things that gets brought up a lot of times on these podcasts recently is like, you know, how mediocrity has become kind of the new norm and people aren't putting in the work to perfect their crafts. I was, I talked with, a, I've had a couple of DJ friends of mine on the podcast recently, uh, DJ Dread and Tony Platinum. And we talked about getting good at what you do and, and putting in the work and putting in the time to make sure that you're, you know, practicing basically. Right. You know? Alan Iverson, practice? Practice is what we're talking about? Practice? Yes, <laughs> talking about practice because that's where you and, – and now, you know, with, with Dredd, he was like, oh, I've had nothing but time to practice. So, yeah. Um, but it's, it's good to hear. And, like, I, I know you sent me uh, Avocado Toast so I could, I could get a little feel for the song. Yeah. And uh, – <laughs> excuse me, I choke. Jesus. It's good. Um, 
shit, I forgot where I was going with that. See what happens when you, you're like in, like mid thought, all of a sudden my mind is just blank. And yeah. I forgot what I was uh, saying. You were saying I sent you, uh, I sent you the record so you could, you could buy oh. that. I know, I know, I know where I, I know where I was going with that. Um, the one thing I do like is your songs aren't just words that rhyme, which I like. You're making real rap records. Uh huh. Is that you know what I'm saying? Like uh, someone, it's so funny. Someone said that to me the other day too, and I didn't understand it fully. I kind of had to have them explain to me what, what that meant. But I was like, yeah, no, it's true. I guess yeah. But that, I don't, I don't listen to like you know stuff that's all just like that either. Like I, I, right. I, I playlists are all filled with like real rap shit. But see now, but the thing is though, is I feel like, and, I, and I'm not putting you in this category, but I feel like people are putting out music to kind of fit into what rap music has evolved into now, like the newer uh, stuff. You know, you know what I'm saying? With the- yeah, well, I mean, I'm also not going to say like, oh, 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 that I made didn't <laughs> like hit the mark right there where you just said it. Like, you know, it, it definitely did in, but, I tried my best to make it as entertaining as possible, try to make it as big as possible. You know, the whole thing fun, nothing to just like, I'm saying it just to say it, you know what I mean? Right. I wanted to create something there, but like that definitely spoke volumes to trying to hit the mark. But then, you know, it's hard to stray away from what you love to make. Like, so when Avocado Toast came up, it was sort of just like, that's the way I like to rap. I like to rap about concept shit and, 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 like create fun bars to talk about and, and, and fun concepts, fun flows. And it's just what I enjoy, man. It's, it's right. It's, you can't really step away from it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, you know, and it's, I mean, like when you, you brought up, Oh, 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 um, yeah. dude, you can, the thing is though, like when you put out a record that kind of, it might sound like the other stuff that's out. Like I, we, and I know every time we talk, we usually fall back on Eminem. Like Eminem has put out songs that kind of sound like that. Yeah but the stuff that he's saying in there as opposed right. to, you know, yeah. as if, you know what I mean? So like you might put out a, that style of song, but the words you are saying aren't, they don't just happen to end in the same syllable or you know what I mean? Like right. yeah. they don't just rhyme and you certainly yeah. aren't ending a line with a, so that it works. Yeah. Right, right, right. No, because, never. It, because never. it turns out that a rhymes with <laughs> a. So if you end every fucking line with that, it rhymed. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah. No, I know exactly what you're saying. So, I mean, I would, I would never, not that, you know, my opinion is, you know, take it for what it's worth, but it, I, don't, I don't ever fault anyone for putting out a style of song that's, say, popular right now. But if the concept of the song and the content of the song is, is there, yeah. and listen, you got to put out shit that people want to listen to, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, try and tell i i have artists that i work with and i try to tell them that like all the time you know and sometimes i mean it's not like i i'm the 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 guru of anything like i need like <laughs> you need to listen to what i say like i'm the end all be all but like i mean the simple concept of like no one is saying that you need to become you know any of these new new kids that are rapping Right. Like no one's asking you that. I want you to rap about what you're rapping about, but like, like now there's so many people putting music out, right? Like so many that you put a song out, probably a hundred thousand people put a song out that same. <laughs> right. And so it's like, you need to do something to like 
grab everyone's attention so that you can do what you want to do afterwards. Because they'll listen. It's no one saying your shit isn't hot. It's right. obviously hot. But who's going to listen to it if they're not listening for that, right? You got to do something to grab them. So if the only thing that that means is a different production, like just do it. You know, it's not, it's no one's selling out by doing that. You're still doing what you want to do over a different drum pattern. That's selling out. I don't believe that at all. No, and uh, absolutely not. And I mean, if you, Listen, not everybody's as known as the guys that are out. So that's why Eminem can kind of put out what he wants to, or Jay-Z right. can put out the records that he wants to. Any yeah. of these guys, if they've already been established and already have their name, they can kind of just do what they want because they know it's going to sell and people are going to listen to it. Um, you feel but, bad, man, and you feel bad because then like, then these records that like people, they, they love these songs and then, but they're not, they don't really take the advice before. So they just do it how they want to do it. And then they'll try and show people and then, and then they'll hear, and they'll, they won't get the, the response that you want. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and then you, you look and you don't want to be like the, I told you so kind of guy, but like, it's like, trust me, your reaction would have been much different if these were trap drums, but the same exact record, yep. your reaction would have been much different. Right. But no, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard can't make people listen to what you say. To what you, say. you know what I mean? You just can't. You just kind of well, just got to go with it, man. And you kind of got to know who you're shooting for as well. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, if you're going to put out a newer sounding song, you're not necessarily going to get the, the boom bap fans, you know, yeah. you know, the guys that listen to, you know, people more my age that, you know, that's what I grew up on. And it's right. like, you know, I, I have a harder time listening to some of this. I'm starting to get into some of the newer stuff uh, a little bit with some of these newer artists. Uh, I'm a huge Mercules fan. I don't know. Have you listened to him at all? No, I've never heard of him. Uh, check him out. He is ridiculous. Mercules? Uh, Mercules. Kind of like Hercules, but it's Mercules. No, no, no. I got it. M -E -R -K. That's a dope name. He is. He's a beast, dude. He's this fucking white Canadian dude that uh, I actually found him by accident because he did a remix of Shape of You from Ed Sheeran, where he, okay. he completely reworked it and rapped over the beat. And, and dude, I mean, that's like, that's really- That what, is impressive. That's what put him on. Like, and all of a sudden I was like, yo, I'm gonna check this dude out. So I started, and then he started putting out different remixes. He did like Old Town Road uh, and a couple of other songs. So I, I, I've got two of his albums. I'm not 100% sure how much he has out, but right. the two albums I have, I absolutely love. Uh, his, the, the latest one that I bought, let me see if I can find the damn Mercury. thing. How do you spell that? It's M-E-R-K-M-E-R-K-U-L-E-S. -E -E not too long ago, he's got an album called Special Occasion that came out in 2019, but I just, I just downloaded it. He's got like... Tech Nine and Hobson on a song. He's got wow. Wall, and what caught me? He's got DMX on a song. Oh wow! <laughs> it's like, yeah. like DMX still raps. What? Yeah. Good you know? That's cool. he's, he is. Uh, he's ridiculous because that he's more of a lyricist, which I enjoy listening to. Um, and another dude I just found was Simba. Have you heard of him? Why do that? That sounds very familiar. I stumbled across him on Instagram, I think, where he had done like a quarantine, it was like some challenge thing that he put out. And I was like, 
all right, dude, this guy's got bars. I'm going to check him out. And I, I downloaded one of his albums and spent a little time listening to him now. Uh, but Simba, S-Y-M-B-A. You're like, why does that sound familiar? I'm like, yeah, that's the Lion King, man. You know? No, no. Do you know where he's from? I am not 100% sure. I mean, like listening to him, he's got a West Coast vibe. But oh, okay, okay. You know, that doesn't – that don't mean anything. Yeah. Um, so when is, I mean, I, you know, I, I saw you doing all the pre-order avocado toast, which by the way, I did, I did pre-order that, even though you sent it to me. Yeah. Much appreciated. I mean, look, I, I asked people to pre-order cause like one of my, uh, one of my brother's friends that he grew up with, he, he raps too. And, uh, he, he released an album, right. And, and, uh, and they, and he made this post. Like I, po- I focused on this one thing he said. Like, I, was, I was like, "There's no way this is true." But I, ha- I had to try. <laughs> he said, he said that, uh, like, he was like, "I'm not asking you guys to pre-order my song, my album, because like I don't want you to have it for free, or I don't want you to go stream it. Like, if you can, it's because iTunes. If you have a hundred plus pre-orders, mm-hmm. the day it's released." they recognize it as a popular download and they'll put it into like the top listen to songs list. Oh, okay. On that day. And so then the more pre-orders over a hundred, you get the higher you'll climb on that <clears> list, which put, gives you the opportunity for anyone in the world that looks at that list daily to find a new song to listen to. You're now in front of that percentage of people. Right. I don't know if it works. He made it <laughs> onto the list. So I would assume it worked, but I'm just, you know, I had to try especially this record avocado toast i feel just like it speaks to a larger um mass of listeners just yeah. off just like how exciting the instrumental is and you know it's it's i mean i don't know who doesn't drink coffee but <laughs> i mean like it's it just like the concept is so left but then like as the song goes you're like i can fucking ride to this i don't know why but i can this is the way it works Yo, uh, when, when you sent it to me, I think, I mean, A, I was just trying to spend some time with it, but B, I think I listened to it like six or seven times in a row, just kept, and I'm Bro, like, yeah. I, thank you. I, I appreciate that. But that's the reaction I, I've been getting. Okay. I, the, I have a producer that I work with, right? His name's uh, Mark Henry, and he's incredible. Look him up. Mark Henry's like. The, the world's best. strongest man from the WWE? And also, he's the word, no, not him, buddy. <laughs> but he's incredible. And, like, I've sent him music, like, a ton. Like, okay, so here's for it. I sent him OOO. Took him, like, had to be, like, two and a half, three weeks to listen to it. And, and like, you know, I got, like, one piece of feedback. And then, like, I sent him avocado toast. And it was, like, almost an immediate, like, hit me. And he was, like. Bro, I literally, I think, listened to it like twice in a row just now before I could even say something to you. He's never said something like that to me before. Ever. Like, I, the song, it's it's short enough, it's energetic enough, and it just want, makes you want to re-listen. Like, I don't, I don't know why it's like this. It's an addictive vibe, the record. Which is, I, I love it. Which is good. I mean, that, you know, and that's, that's what you want is the replayability. You know, it, yeah, it, I've uh, heard, yeah. you know, I hear people talking about that all the time. Like, are you going to come back and listen to it again? And I'm like, I will listen to that again. And if I, but for me, I'm like, if I'm buying something, regardless of who it is, like, again, go back to Eminem. I listened to uh, Joe Budden and them talk about 
when he put out his last album, Music to be Murdered by. And they were like, yeah, but are you going to listen to it again? And I'm like, you know, if you bought an Eminem record, like why would, okay, so I'm not listening to Revival. Like, I'm sorry. I think I oh, listened. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. listened. I I listened to that, I'll listen to it for sure. I listened to that album once and I was like, eh. But like the, the, the more recent stuff he's put out, I'm like, yeah, I'm listening to it over and over again. Like, yeah. I don't understand, but whatever. So, I mean, the, you know, the, the replay value is really, like, I know what I'm talking about with music. I, I'm just yeah. talking on the radio. Um, but no, I, I think, you know, that's something you definitely want as an artist. So. For sure. For sure. And to hear, and to have that be a consistent piece of feedback that I've been getting is like unbelievable. You know, I, you know, my buddy that, uh, that I live with in Jersey, he, uh, he was so busy with work since I made the record. He hadn't actually been able to sit and listen to it. And I went back out there because uh, for the quarantine, I came to stay with my parents just to like, cause they're my brothers out in Oregon, my sister's in the city. So, you know, just so they have someone here. And, um, and so my buddies out there, I went out to Jersey and, uh, and, and hung out with them for Memorial Day weekend. And, and I was playing the song and it must've been the first time he actually listened to it like right. that. And he, I, he wanted he had it on repeat for the entirety <laughs> almost of the night and nice. like, it's a great feeling to me you know because like i've even that's my boy like one of my best friends and i don't know any records that i've played that he wouldn't be like all right let me play something else but that was really good though you know? <laughs> right <laughs> yeah uh, so i mean it's been it was it's been an awesome experience just with like how people have been feeling about the song Especially, it's called avocado toast. Like, I mean, it just doesn't really have much of a concept. It's just you're wrapping your ass off. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Every once in a while, it's something, you know, it's, it's what you want to do. Yeah. And then, you know, it was funny, too, because I was like, I didn't really know what to expect because I'm like, avocado toast. I'm like, what the? Yes, that's the whole point. Like, what am I, I getting into? I want people to not know anything. I want them to be like, what the, f how could you make a whole song and energy about <laughs> avocado toast? <laughs> It's, I'll show you. It's funny because, like, when I saw the title and I'm like, you got to be shitting me. He wrote a song about avocado toast. I'm like, <laughs> that is such a, like, a 2019, 2020 thing. Like, avocado anything? Like, I know. I know. I found out Avocado Day, National Avocado Day is July 22nd. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm entertaining the idea of releasing a music video that day. Was literally gonna, because. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you when are you releasing the track? <laughs> On the fifth, the fifth, June fifth. June fifth. See, you should just postpone that shit till National Avocado Day. I I would, but it's I'm just I'm too excited to release it. Like I just want to see what people's thoughts, man. Yeah, like play. really bad. Like let it just vibe out for a month, and then you know if things work out, and I can get a video done because it's just there's. Where can you go? You know, what coffee shop is going to let you vibe out with the whole film crew and everything like that? Like, none. Well, especially now. where you? Yeah. You, no can't, one you can't be in anywhere. I think here in New York, like, we just got the okay to be in, like, crowds over 10, or 10 yeah, people. Yeah, what's it like up there now with all that? I know, like, out here, it's not, it's not like, like that. Like, the city, you can't go into New York City. It's just not right. happening. You know, but I mean, like, what's it, what's it like up in Albany right now? Um... We reap the non-benefits of being in New York because there's a lot of guidelines that, you know, are pretty much for the city, but because we fall under the rule of, you know, Cuomo. Right. 
Albany is treated and the capital region is treated kind of like what New York is, although they put out all these criteria that we have to meet. We're, we're like coming towards the end of phase one of reopening. So we're, we're getting ready to jump into phase two. No way. Yeah. So we have started, I mean, the cases up here were not as bad as they were in a lot of different places, but we're so spread out in this area that, you know, it was was Troy like, that is what I'm really curious about. Because Troy's so tight. Yeah. But I don't think Rensselaer count, like, because everything goes by County. Um, I didn't really see a whole lot of stuff, not necessarily in the city of Troy, um, right. like cases and stuff like that. Cause I mean, Troy and, and Albany, Schenectady, they're all, they're all on top of one another, but we don't have the mass transit issues with subways and shit like that. Um, so things were kind of okay. And it was really, really spread out. So I, I, you know, we, there's a lot of people that took it extremely serious. Um, I didn't and really never will really voice an opinion either way about how I feel about it. Uh, I've mentioned, I've mentioned it in other podcasts where I'm like, dude, who am I to say like, you know, it's all nonsense when there's people out there that lost loved ones to this. Like, I'm oh, not going to. Ah, dude. I know. I don't even <laughs> get me started. My, my family knows how, how hardcore I am about that. Like, you know, it's too much. You know, I, like for me personally, it was like, man, whether, no matter how I feel, like, why should I put it out there that, to say it's bullshit or it's not bullshit? Um, yeah. Because again, like it's not bullshit to the, to the person that lost a grandmother or a cousin or a son no. or a nephew, nothing, you know? So I, yeah, I can't listen. I can't listen to uh, like uh, someone talk about con- conspiracy theory and all this bullshit. Like, and then like, like literally someone just called me and said that their family member died. Like, Right. That's not conspiracy theory, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> no, you know, what, like, what's wrong with you? Like, right. No, I, I, we did a self, like, wait till people aren't dying anymore, at least. Right. Like, you know, it, and uh, actually, on one of my episodes, I think it was, I called the episode Plandemic, where we, we talked about the video that had come out. I don't know if you saw that, where it was like they had some doctor who had been at uh, quote unquote blackballed and all Black, this. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the female, right. Whatever, yeah. whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. I watched that. That was pretty. It was interesting. Eye opening to list to watch. It, yeah. And that's, that's kind of like things, all these things though, that come out of these videos are interesting to watch. Like they're so right. well done. You never know if it's real or not. Like you're like, right. And that's, you know, it's funny. Cause I said that I, I actually had my buddy rich on with me and he told, we talked about how Fauci had come out and said, you know, that in the next couple of years, we're going to have an, a, a pandemic and he can see it. Yeah. And I said, yeah, but when I put that in the video, much like any other video that you can put out, and I'm not saying this is what happened, but uh, it's right. not hard to uh, isolate what somebody says to use it to fit what it's you're trying sense, to Of course. You know, so do anything. Yeah. No, I get it, man. They, and they do that shit all the time where you don't get the context of what he's talking about. You don't get what he said before it. You don't want to say, don't get what he said after it. They, it, it happens far too often. So I've, I've kind of, you know, laid low on the whole thing because I'm like, yeah, I know. I want to get back to my life too, but I'm not going to be that jerk off that's saying the ridiculous stuff just because in, 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 in hurt someone's feelings or, you know, not that I care, you know, not that I've ever really given a shit about hurting someone's feelings because I just haven't. Like I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah. you know, I offended you. 
My bad. But your job is all about opinions and what you think about people's stuff and talking on the radio. Like, I mean, you right. can't be worried about what someone thinks, man. You, 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 that's what you do. You give your, you give your thoughts on stuff. But, and, and, you know, and on the flip side is I'm not completely heartless where it's like, yeah. No, no, definitely not. So, I'm not, like I said, I'm, I'm never going to downplay any of that because it's not bullshit to the person that lost someone. Yeah. If you feel like it is bullshit, you're, you're in, everyone's entitled to whatever they want. But, man, just all I ask is for people to tread lightly and watch what yeah. they say. Yeah, it to yourself right now, man. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, I don't wish, I don't wish any of that stuff on any of those people that talk like that at all. Nope. But like, to just say it out loud, like all this shit that you're talking, you know, you're going to have yeah. a completely different opinion if some wild shit happens to the person you talk to on the phone every single day. Yep. Absolutely. That whole, whole thing's going to go right out the window immediately. Yeah. And all, all so of a sudden. If everyone it's... just thought like that, we might have a whole different experience going on right now, but people are too built around thinking other things besides just like protect the ones that are around you. Just like take it serious for a minute that the people are just getting fucked up, man. Yep. No, I, I agree a hundred percent. And then, you know, we, now we, and especially now where you run into everybody is just, you got an opinion, you're, you're stuck in it and everybody is, it, it's all extremes, which is really scary. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, especially with, when, when the extremes kind of knock out rational thinking, <laughs> which is it's like, man, for me to think more rationally than a lot of people, that scares me. Cause like, I'm not like, <laughs> bro, I, yo, bro. Oh my, I could talk about that for days. Man. It's like, I, I kind of look at shit and I go, how is it that I know I'm not smarter than you? But I feel like I'm smarter than you right now. <laughs> right now, I feel this way. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, yeah, it's 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 always fun to talk to you because we never stay on what the fuck we're talking about. Which ever. But it's all on tangents. Yeah, but it's not. We're never supposed. That's not. Listen, especially with the podcast. And it, I swear to God, if you listen to every episode, we're on episode seventeen. That's a lot of time um, to just sit and listen to my podcast. Which, if you do that, God bless you. <laughs> anyone outside of my mom i'm pretty sure has not done that um, but it's like i swear to god everyone we mention at least once the tangents that we go off on and i'm like man that's what but that's what we do like yeah, that's that's it man you know we look forward to that though i mean yeah we're talking about music but it's a good conversation though for sure well that's what it, that's really what it's all about and i'm trying to do like i you know I've, I've kind of molded it off of a couple of different people that i listen to Right. And go, okay, well, let me do that in my style and, and do some. I'll tell you what, man, I did a couple of these on my own. Those were, that was awful. Really? <laughs> you know, let me tell you, like, we'll come in here, and, like, you and I have been talking for almost an hour. Uh -huh. uh, for me to do it solo, like, I think the shortest one that I put up was like 15 minutes. And it was just me by myself. And I was out of shit to talk about in four minutes. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I bet. Like, I, I, I looked at my computer that I was recording it on. I was like, that can't be right. Yeah. Like, I've been, I must have been talking for at least 25 minutes already. Yeah, no. It was like, <laughs> no. I'm like, son of a bitch. And, and it's even harder now because we're, none of us are doing anything. So it's like, yeah. what the fuck am I going to talk about? I know. Like, just come in and go, hey, so. Yeah, you got to get, get people on there, bro. You have to. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely trying. That's why, you know, I had uh, my buddy, Matt, which that was fun for me because him and I went to high school together and yeah. it was like, it was like a catch up session. Uh, and then, so we, we were sharing stories from high school cause him and I hung out all the time in school. And then, you know, we, we caught up now I got part two with him. I'm recording that this weekend. Okay. But like DJ dread, um, DJ Tony or just Tony platinum. He doesn't use DJ, but like dread is like a very well-known DJ around the capital region uh-huh. does some stuff. Uh, he had, you know, he was out at turning stone with a residency. So I had him on just to talk, you know, putting the work in as a DJ. Like that's, it's really what I want to do and what I'm trying to do. I got uh, a couple of buddies of mine from Schenectady that I mentioned earlier that said that they were, they were busy I'm trying to get them on yeah. uh, just to talk because I've known them for like 20 years and they've been putting out music, but they've been independent artists the whole time. And they went through trying to get signed and trying to, and now they do their own thing, produce all their own stuff. And now they're doing the independent thing and, and, you know, getting at least a little shine on Spotify. So I'm like, man, I want to, I want to put you guys on. Like I, I, if you want to promote something, I'm, I'm totally fine with doing that. But I want the backstory of, you know, 20 plus years of making music and still doing it. Like that's, that's a long time to, that's just a love of music and putting it out. So that's why I wanted to get you on. I got somebody, I, I got a couple, I got a couple of people, if like you're trying to make some episodes and, and get, and get more done. I got, a, I got somebody you can talk to you, that you, you, you love talking to this dude. I'll tell you about it after this is over. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, you, you definitely would. You, the, you know, uh, the dude, Manuel, that's, uh, on the other, uh, the other verse of the Avocado Toast record. Okay. He's, uh, you want to talk about enjoying someone's music, bro. And <laughs> coming from where you listen, I'm telling you. You're, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Nice. Nice. Pleasantly. Yeah, no, I'm down to, listen, I'm, I'm good with putting anybody on as long as they can talk and, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can talk. Good. Yes, yeah, he, he has too many. He has, he has a project coming out and already another project being made. He, he, he definitely talk. He, good. He talk All right. a lot. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I, I'm, not the, I'm not the platform where it's like nationally known, but it's like, yeah. you know, people that I do know that are trying to get noticed yeah and do something that's i mean dude i've watched i've I've only known you for like what two two years two and a half years something like that i think so coming up on two years now i'd say so i mean and to watch you grow as an artist first of all when i met you you weren't even like really an artist you were (laughs) i wasn't i was yeah because like that was like right when i had like moved out there and like from that point i was i was still trying to figure out what i was doing i was i you know, I had no real focus. Like I, I did have focus, but if, I mean, if I had the focus I had like right now in the past like year, it would, that beginning stage would have completely changed where I was at now. I mean, like, it, you know, I started so late, you know what I mean? That was just cause I was doing the engineering and producing and, and then, you know, trying to find other artists to do it for, and then dealing with, you know, it's, it's just, Fair enough. Too much. Too much. I'd rather just make music myself and not deal with all that stuff. And hopefully <laughs> some, some stuff happens. You know what I mean? Well, I, I always find that the less people you have to deal with. Oh, yeah. Things get a lot easier. Oh, yeah. You know, um, especially especially in the music process, you know. So if you're in behind the scenes, too, where you're going, Jesus Christ. And if you know you can do it, like Kanye West. 
Look at you. You're like Kanye West. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I put together some dope tracks and I can produce, but I'm a good rapper, which I'm not quite sure what happened to Kanye West of becoming a – he because now I'm like, I don't want to listen to Kanye West music anymore. Yeah. I mean, he, I, I don't remember. The, what was the last tape that he put out? <laughs> I have no idea. I guess maybe that's the answer right there. It's, but I, I know, like, he had some tracks where he was, like, singing – uh, but it was like strictly auto tune and it was like ridiculous. Yeah. Like I'm going, what happened to songs like through the wire and gold? Yeah. Like, what? I know. Like gra- graduation, that album graduation is like, I love graduation. That album is amazing. And then it just sort of like, well, because he, he wanted to pretend to be the, the musical genius and we got to keep pushing things pushing the envelope and making things different. I'm like, yeah, you done, you, you lost me though. Like a, a long time ago, you lost yeah, me. I know. Yeah, and then again, when you just say wild shit all the time too, like that's, <laughs> that's a good way to turn people off. Yeah. You lose your whole mind. How, Sway? How? You ain't got the answer, Sway. Oh yeah. Have you ever watched that? I wonder as like a D as like a radio DJ, how, like if you wonder like how the hell would I react in that situation? He screamed at like that. Well, we're, did, have, have you seen any of the clips like on like YouTube or anything like that? I've seen the interview. Yeah. I mean, Sway was great though. Sway was just like, why are you yelling? I'm yeah, just no, he was. Sway was great. And I think another reason why Sway was great was probably because like he probably knows him outside of that right. interview. So you're like, who are you yelling at, bro? Like, <laughs> did we have dinner last night? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, it was great because he's like, he goes, you ain't got the answer, Sway. And he's like, I know I don't have the answer. Yeah. I was asking you a question. For the answer. Yeah. It was like, what is happening right now? Like, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, like, if I were put, if I was put in that situation, uh, I'm not quite sure how I would handle it. I would kind of like, just be looking around like what, yeah. what, what is happening? Because I feel a lot like of times, Kutcher, Ashley like, Kutcher is definitely going to pop out of the room like, in a second. I, I know it. I've had people in here and usually when they come through the radio station, there's, you know, handlers and managing managements with them. And you know, there's like 80 people. Uh, I'd be looking at those people like, uh, what, what am I supposed to do with this? Like it just controls. Can you control yeah. this? Like, like you have a, <laughs> You have a fucking tranquilizer or some shit I can shoot at him? Because this is like that's just that is insanity. Like, I know, that, yeah. but he I think lost his wife for sure. But it, it's definitely different. I think, especially you know, if you know the person, you're just kind of like, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Like, we'll, we'll talk afterwards, I guess. <laughs> like, <moving> forward. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like. By the way, we are on the air still, and. <laughs> Just spewing shit like people people are listening right now lost no idea what's happening but then again that that seems to be where he's at is every time he does an interview it, it seems to not necessarily get taken to that extreme but it's definitely like you listen to him talk and i'm like you don't have any idea what you're saying you just like there are words coming out and i've had that happen to me like i've I've put together an entire like stretch of words and been like, I wonder if any of that made sense. Like if, if someone was listening to me, but I'm pretty sure he just doesn't care. He just says words and. Oh yeah. He just says whatever he wants and whatever the reaction is, is better than nothing for him. So. I guess, man, I need to get in that place like that. (laughs) Just screaming at people, hoping you don't get fucked up. 
<laughs> says, swears, I just hope I don't get punched in the eye. That's all I'm shooting for. <laughs> yeah, but. you know, I also, um, I, st- I wanted to talk about this too. I, I, uh, I started a, uh, it's not an official charity or nothing like that, but I started this, this, this movement um, called Hospitality for Heroes. Okay. And uh, what I do is, um, what I do is I, I call up a local restaurant like that, you know, isn't like one of these restaurants that are like surviving or nothing like this still like pizza places are surviving and everything like that right now. Like I called a pizza place one time and they were like, we're busier than we've ever been. Like, you know, called <laughs> and I was like, what, you know, but, uh, you know, those restaurants that like might be your favorite restaurant that no one's that people go to once a week, but they're spending like three, $400 on dinner or something like that. They're just fucking overspending at the bar. Yep. You know, those are those nights that they need. They're like those big money nights, but they're not available anymore. But no one is like, let me get my favorite chicken franchise dinner ordered and delivered to my house. Like, no, they're probably either making dinner or grilling or getting pizza or Chinese. Like no one's, so all these restaurants are suffering. And then you also have, you got, you want to help the hospitals and the nurses. So, so I call the the restaurant and then I'll give them like two, 300 bucks. And then, and that's, and that's just me because I'm working still. So it's like, right. like my lifestyle habits have changed because I can't go to the bar and make a mistake and wake up the next morning. Like, fuck my bank account. I can't, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't go out and, and take a girl out to dinner and, and then all of a sudden, like the next day, I'm like, fuck my bank account. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I can't do that stuff anymore. So it's right. like the money is there. So it's, you might as well do something with it. I mean, you're saving for what, you know, I mean, yeah, you should save, but so, but at least help. So like I'll call every time I get get paid, I'll call and then I'll call one of those restaurants. I'll tell them I want to give them two, 300 bucks. And then I'll be like, but I don't want to order anything. I want you to create as like make as much food as you can mm-hmm. and send it to this hospital. And then I'll get and I'll have them take pictures. I'll do all this stuff and I'll take the content and I'll create a post on my on the hospitality for heroes page. And then I'll challenge five people to do the same thing that I think can afford to do it. Okay. Right? Because I'm trying to make it like a social media challenge thing, right? Yeah. Well, it's fun. It's like I have people have done it. You know, which is great. And I do it every time I get paid, which is great. But like, it's what I've come to, it's so, you, you have no idea like how rewarding it is to like have the restaurant be so grateful. And then like the hospital is like, or, or the nursing home or whatever. It's like, wow, I mean, this was like really nice thing you thought of doing. Like, I'm not doing it for that feeling, but when I ask someone to do it and they're like, can I just give you the money to do it? And then I'm like, that's not what I'm doing this for. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, you know, I'm not asking you to do it so that like I can look better. I'm, or no one. I'm I'm trying to inspire people here. And in the midst of so many people being like, I want to help. I want to stand out. I want to like, like, I want to figure out a way to help. And like, you can't, like, that's not something you're willing to do. Right. Just like admit, I'm inspiring myself, but it makes me not even want to post about it anymore. I might as well just do it for me then. You know what I mean? <laughs> to, to help them out. You know, it's not working the way I thought it would work. Like everyone's posting about like post how many pushups you did and, you know, throw <laughs> water in your parents' face and da da da. But like, but then like you ask someone like, let's post about helping out nurses who were like 
risking their lives and could die tomorrow right and get them some food and then call a restaurant that like you're gonna be pissed that they close and they can't fucking open anymore because no one's calling them for food no one wants to do that though you know what i mean it's like i don't get it it confuses the shit out of me <laughs> it does uh, no, I, you, I wish i understood the concept and people kill will hit me up and be like that's just the way it is i, I, I don't know i can't i can't wrap my mind around it i don't get it yeah i'm uh if you can't right. afford it that's one thing but i mean right. like well i'm trying on. to i'm trying to figure out like just even to look at that and see why people i you know why they wouldn't and it, it it's tough i mean it I don't get it. it, it it's kind of like when the, uh, the, the ice bucket challenge was going around and people, right. were just, people were just doing it and they didn't understand that it was to raise awareness for ALS and to raise money for ALS. Yeah. And so a lot of times, like we did it here uh, at the station and you know, a lot of like, I know the people that could afford to do it were like, I'm going to make a donation as well as do the challenge and not right. I'm like, for me, it was more like with the video and the, to nominate other people and challenge them because at the time, like I couldn't really afford to make any kind of right. donation to stuff, which, yeah. but, but to be aware of what you're doing it for is, is even right. just as, is just as big. Right. You know, it's, it's like you're, cause you were inspired to do it. You did the action. You know what I mean? Yep. So it, it, it's tough. I mean, even to just, get some people to do what you're asking them to do. I don't, I don't necessarily understand or know why they wouldn't other than if they can't afford it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, exactly. And that's, and that's why, that's why I'm so selective about the people that like I'll challenge when I do it. Right. But then, like I make sure I tell if someone does it and then they send me the, like all the stuff so I can make a new post. I'm like, make sure when you challenge people that you know, you're not putting them in an uncomfortable situation where like they have to feel bad about saying no or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like pick people that you really think can afford it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, mm -hmm. yeah. Like for, for me, like a broke ass radio DJ. Hmm. <laughs> but there's not bro. Look, first of all, <laughs> regardless of all, my point is, my point is it's not about that. It's about the right. fact just like, like, like no one is pressuring anyone to do anything. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, and that's because that's not the reason why I did it. I'm not trying to be like, hey, we all know you can, even if it's twenty dollars. Like I'm not trying to do that. You know what I mean? I'm trying to inspire, you know, the CEOs of the big companies that can that are literally like posting about how hard it is to live at home on their like sixteen hundred <laughs> acre land, and, and <laughs> you know, they have their own golf course. And, like, it's the worst time in history. Like, dude, you have a you have a whole Disney World in your backyard. Like, you can afford it. You know, right. it's like that's who I'm trying to inspire here. You know, like we know everyone's struggling, but it's like the people around that can do shit. And if it even if it's a a couple hundred dollars or thousands of dollars, like give give it up, bro. You're not spending it anymore. You know, I a lot of times I find with charities and stuff like that those. There are the wealthy ones that do give and, and do a lot for them, but a lot of times you're going to find people that donate more or do more for stuff like that are the ones that don't have to give it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's they're, they're more – because I think what it is – I've had is, a few that I was like, are you sure you want to do this? They're like, of course. Like, I, I think it's – I appreciate I think, that. 
I think it's they're more in touch with the quote unquote common person as opposed to a lot of these people that are wealthy. Yeah. But they're so far removed from that. Like we, you know, we've seen it all with this. We're all in this together stuff. And I'm like, yeah, Kylie Jenner, you're not really, I don't feel bad for you being stuck at home. Like I've seen your house. I know. I've seen your house. Like I would, I would take your garage. Like I'd be good with that. Yeah. So I'm not worried about your mental stability for you having to stay in your mansion. Like, you know, well, you got people that are stuck in an apartment, wherever it may be. Like a, like a, there are people that like literally have like entire, Families like generations in one apartment. Yeah, it's like trying to figure out like hopefully none of us get sick. Because how does someone quarantine right. away from that person? Type fear like you're terrified of like the. Oh no, I know that's yes. another yeah. topic I could go off on a tangent about. Bro, I'm saying it's so much. <laughs> <laughs> Serious, bro. So I think I think I think that's pretty awesome though that you're trying to get that out there and to to inspire. Or just right. get the point to some of these people. Um, you and I had spoken before we recorded about Gary V. Mm-hmm. Um, I would almost, you know, put what you're doing in an email or a, a DM and send that to him. It's a good uh, idea, man. Because that I know from watching some of the videos that he does, he does his best to respond to everybody and really – seems like a legit dude that will read what you're trying to do as opposed to like, Hey, thanks for the, like, I'm, I'm gathering his responses background. Like, Hey, thanks. You know what I'm yeah. like? Yeah. Like he seems like a genuine enough person that he reads all the shit that's sent to him and, and stuff like that. Um, so I would, I would try that. Uh, I think that's a good idea, man. I didn't, I've never even thought about like my next step was trying to like find social media, like influencers or, Yep. girls that have like a lot of followers or something like that to be like hey like like i literally it, it was it's been so difficult like i've literally thought about it about trying to like create the inspiration by being like dude, even if you don't want to give the money like i'll give the money and just say you did it to inspire people you know what i'm saying right. like create the post get the drive going here like you know what i'm saying like i've, I've thought about everything i could possibly do like so I like that idea, man. I do. I think that's a great idea. And, and hopefully it, it, it hits him at the right moment. Like if he's looking at his email, I, I feel like he definitely would enjoy that. I, I mean, it's, it's definitely worth a shot, you know, I, and, and it might not be immediate with him because, you know, yeah. get, I'm sure he gets an influx of things. But, you know, he seems to be the kind of dude, even if he just throws you an idea of what to do or how to do I, it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So – um, that might be a, might be a good idea. I, he, I, cause I know, like I said, I've heard him say and seen, you know, seen the videos where he's like, I try to interact with, you know, and respond to everything. Right. Um, so like if, whether it's Twitter or, or Instagram, shoot him a DM, Yeah. And, you know, just kind of see where it goes from there. Idea, man. Yeah. I'll probably, I'll probably do that after this is over. Yeah. Definitely. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to put that on the calendar, by the way that May 26th, I had a good idea. <laughs> Dude, listen, like, it's like, it's like lightning in a bottle when it's like, holy shit, I came up with something that might be worth it. Uh, so, and yeah. it, well, it's funny though, because I, I mentioned it to you to do that, but it, earlier today, cause he did an entire, like, first of all, I didn't know you could live stream on TikTok, but he did an entire day today 
uh, all on TikTok, like the like a live stream of just yeah. like, doing stuff. Um, but I watched one of his TikToks where somebody caught him at a at a convention that he was speaking at, and they were like, you know, instead of going to all the all the uh, seminars and this that, he's like, they go, we really just spent the day walking around meeting new people, and he was like, all right, I love that, I love that, and then they were like, and then they asked him to be on his they asked him to be on their podcast that they had just started. They put him on the spot and it was like, absolutely. Like he was like their fifth guest on the podcast. So I'm like, I think I'm going to try to, but I think I'm going to shoot him some, you know, shoot him a DM and, and do the same thing and be like, you know, not for, like try to get him on the podcast just to try to yeah. get him on the podcast. That's a good idea, man. He, he definitely, he, he inspires and he inspires to levels sometimes that like will make you uncomfortable and you're like, <laughs> No disrespect, but this is the reality of your situation. Right, and and the thing is, like to to look at some of the people, like to watch his videos and to see what he does, and to see his following. They are literally like like people. I hate to say it, like minions, but they're like minions of him. You know what I'm saying? But it's not a bad thing because he's pu- he's inspiring people to do good stuff for themselves. Yeah. He's pushing he's pushing them, and it's like. Holy shit, like his following and his people. I got my, my friend Matt that I keep talking about uh, has been following Gary Vee for a few years and he does the garage sale flipping stuff. Like Matt does that. He goes, he finds stuff that, you know, people are giving it away. He flips it, he refurbishes it and sells it. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Uh, yo, money I'll is money. All of that. And yeah. then I'll resell some of it. Well, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, he's like, you know, or he'll do the garage sale thing where you can go and, you know, you buy something for like, you know, 20 bucks, 10 bucks, five bucks, whatever. Refurbish it, give it a, you know, put a new face on it, sell it for 40 bucks. Yeah, no, of course. So he's been, so. The hustle, man. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's my buddy Matt too. He's like, I'm a hustler. I'll do whatever. But I give the guy all the credit in the world. Like he just started a hitting garage, a hitting academy in his garage of his of his house like he's doing virtual lessons he's got people coming in but he's the type of person because he ran it by me and i was like i think it's a great idea his his resume in baseball speaks for itself and the stuff that he's done i'm like you know hitting why not do it if you can charge for it yeah do it and you know so he's he's doing live uh social media like switching back and forth between facebook and instagram but he's got people reaching out to him, you know, hitting them up for half hour lessons, hitting lessons. Yeah. yeah the kid. That's very cool. We, we talked about him on the, on the podcast. He hit 518 his junior year in college. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, so I don't know anything about baseball. Okay. Let's put it this way. For, right. the, amount of, for the amount of times that he went to, the, to bat for that entire season, he got a hit over half the time. Which – that's really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in baseball, they, they consider like a 300 batting average good, and that's getting three hits out of 10 at-bats. Right. Wow. Yeah. Like, Very impressive. Yeah. He, you know, he was, and it wasn't like he was playing some slouch ball. He went to Mount St. Mary's down in uh, Newburgh, and it's Division three school. I mean, he played at Yankee Stadium. He played at Shea. Oh, wow. So I was like, yeah, no, you should definitely do that. It's and, exciting. Yeah. So anyway, now that we've talked about Matt, the person that you don't know, which is fine, whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, so we got avocado toast coming June yep. 5th. June 5th, avocado toast. 
Uh, it's going to be part of a four song uh, quarantine tape that I'm putting together that I'm excited about. Then it has, uh, has some powerful records on there. Finally got to work with um, uh, this amazing artist, Anna Mays is, is on there. She's well overly accomplished. Uh, Mark Henry uh, pr is, is producing a couple records on there. Uh, Steve, Steve Dickey, he's a, he's an engineer out in Jersey. That is one of the co-owners of the recording studio out in Jersey. He's mixing everything. Uh, Mike Tucci's mastering everything. Uh, he's another incredible, uh, there's that new Chris Brown and Quavo record that came out a couple weeks ago. He mastered that record. Oh, nice. Okay. So, like I'm, I'm trying to keep it like as, as high end as possible to make sure that the four songs come out, they gotta be top of the line. And, uh, you know, I'm introducing an, an artist that I've been working with uh, for a little while now. I just haven't really released anything of his, but I got two records on there for him. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah. Awesome. That That's some good stuff. Now, are, are the four songs on, on the quarantine tape going to be all about coffee shops? Uh, hold on. <laughs> Why did this just do that? What happened? Did you break it? No, 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 no. Sorry. I got, I got signed out for a second. Oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, are they so, all about, are they all about coffee shops? Cause that would be awesome. No, no, no. So, <laughs> one of the, uh, one of, one of the songs, uh, one of the songs is called pick a side and that's the one with animes that record. Um, I didn't, I, I started writing. I didn't really have a concept I was writing with. I sort of just started rapping, but the way the record, the verse ended, the, the whole concept sort of became how like, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to change like, you know, the type of person that you are, right? When like you, you're expected to do all of it, you know what I mean? Like be the guy that people go to for all the answers and be the guy that people go to to, to organize the projects that pretty much run everything but then also the guy that is the artist so then it's like you know you want to be yourself and have a great time but then you got to suit up and you got to be a professional but then you also want to just you know fuck off sometimes and it's just like you know what side like who at like which side is it like you know it's it, I, you can't, I, I don't know how to do both and I'm trying to figure it out so that's where the whole pick a side concept came from um then the avocado toast record is just wrapping your ass off, but just like big energy. Um, there's a record spilt milk on there. That's with uh, the artist I'm introducing AJB. He's incredible. Like I, you got, I'm telling when the, when the tape comes out, I, we got to do one of these so you can meet him. You are going to love this kid, man. He's okay. amazing. He's amazing, bro. Especially it's going to be better because you're going to be meeting him after hearing him. Yeah. So you're not going to believe that it's him. At your meeting, it's gonna be the best. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. so that record's good because that record's uh, is 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 definitely very uh, um, it's very positive. Like listening to it, it's it's not high high energy, but like the song is just about like relationships becoming a mess. That's why I called it spilt milk. Okay. And then, um, and then we have a song called Chocolate Malt, which is just you know talking about thick chocolate women. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. That's it, man. You know, and those are the four tracks because we that are just the, we want a big, powerful, strong music, good features. Nice. Nah, uh, we're calling it a uh, Trenton Quarantina. 
Okay. And, and we, I, t- I, ha- I had to take, I took that from Samuel Jackson. I'm going to send you the video that he made, bro. Okay. And he said, he said it in there. I just felt it was so funny as shit ever. I, <laughs> I had to take it from, I had to. There was an nice. item of choice. So that, so that should, I want that to come out on my birthday in August, but we'll see. It might be earlier. I'm not sure. Gotcha. Avocado toast, June 5th. Oh, 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 is out now if people haven't heard it. But, um, yeah, just trying to stay safe, make great music, and, and keep it moving, man. And still my favorite track is the one you did about your family. Oh, and I, you know what? I appreciate that, and I get that a lot from the people that know me the most. Right. You know what I mean? People that have had conversations with me, like long conversations like this, you know what I mean? Like really dug in to get to know who I was. Like that's people's favorite record. Right. I don't blame them for it. I love that song, too. Like, it's obviously the most heartfelt record that I made. Yeah. Right. That was, that was you can't recreate something like that. No, no, you can't. It, it's that, that again, as someone that doesn't create, but had seen people again, if you go back to Eminem, like he's never going to be able to recreate Stan. Right. Oh yeah. No way. You can't. Like he tried, he did that on the fucking, I think it was Marshall Mathers LP too, where it was like a continuation where Stan's kid. Oh, Right. I mean, I, you know, I can't even, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's, it, all, who knows where all that comes from, man? Like what, who, who makes those decisions? Like, right. You know what I mean, it's like, who him. decided that that was a great, I, I can't even. Him. He does. Yeah. I'm pretty I, sure. Well, was, there's something wrong because like he needs to start doing drugs again or something because <laughs> There's something wrong. You can't just make a decision like that is the worst decision. Yeah, continuation. Continuation of Stan was definitely a, a, that was tough. It was perfect. The story was perfect. Yes. Yep. Leave it alone. <laughs> well, it was the <laughs> that was the new thing though. It was the kid, Stan's kid, coming yeah. after him. But anyway, I don't listen. I'm not trying to get on Eminem's radar. No, I don't want to be that guy. No, 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 definitely not. Um, so I'm not Nick Cannon. I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, even though for some reason Nick Cannon's pretty sure he won. Oh no, he does. Well, that's a, that's a, you know you can't strike. You can't blame his confidence, man. You can't you, you, you can't strike that down. He's trying. He definitely uh, does like he did. Whether it's wrong or right, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, he's confident about his man. I'm like, man, I don't know if you won or not, but I've never seen someone lose a beef or battle without getting a response, and it was pretty close. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, It was was really close um, because he had to – I mean, the thing that got me was it was like he he did some, but I'm like, you – went and got like four battle rappers to come on your track and I know and whether or not they wanted to it wasn't even that and they weren't even really they didn't hit as hard as they should have either to be honest with you because I love battle rap I do but oh no I know um and don't get me wrong like I like conceited I like uh hitman holler is kind of eh I like charlie clips yeah um there was a couple of other guys on like the third song that Nick Cannon put out that I'd never yeah. heard of. And I'm like, fuck you. You know, <laughs> but I almost, I almost wonder if it came down to some point where they were just like, I'm going to give you a little bit, but I don't want to go too far. Right. Yeah. 
because if he does decide to respond, I don't want that. Like, I don't want that smoke. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just at all, you know, like, at all. granted, it's not, I know people always talk shit about M because they're like, well, he's only battled like pop stars and like it's his MGK. I'm like, his MGK response was all he needed to do. He was, it was good enough because it was just Machine Gun Kelly, who, by the way, is a pretty decent MC. Lots, yeah, and he's just, and he he's very versatile. He just put out some punk rock record. That shit was nuts. Bloody Valentine. That shit was crazy. Yeah, it was really nice of him to reinvent Blink One Eighty Two sound. <laughs> my, yo, my buddy sends me the thing. He texts me. He goes, "What the fuck is this?" He's like, "It sounds like Blink." I'm like, "It should." I'm pretty sure Travis Barker played drums on it. Like him, because MGK and Travis are friends. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. no," but he does. It sounds like uh, I miss you which was a song from Blink in like the early 2000s. So, but that's neither neither here nor there. I listen, I pop punk was one of my, I gotta go listen to that shit then. Cause uh, yeah, then yeah, no, I, how do I not know that? I miss you. uh, Have you, okay. Have you seen, uh, I don't know how much time we have, but have you seen, um, have you seen the show Dave? I have not watched the little Dicky show. but I need to because I, I've heard great things. I've heard it's hilarious. Hilarious. And literally the, bro, it was his first. Kevin Hart produced it. His yep. first show he's ever acted in ever. Cable TV, and Hulu. So it came on twice a week. And then he got. Then they clocked it at like the highest rating comedy show watched on cable in history on FX. And then signed him for a second season after a week of it being on after the finale. All right, yeah, no, I gotta watch it. It's insane. And I'm a fan of Lil Dicky, Dave, whatever, him. He's so That's- good, bro. You're you're gonna watch this show, bro. You have a whole new appreciate. <laughs> I caught myself calling him Dave last week, talking about his music. That's oh, how. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if that was his goal, he did it, man. You just. You forget that's his rap name, like a little dicky. You start calling him Dave. It's crazy. I think eventually, maybe he just wanted to also get away from the name Lil Dicky. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Would, would you want to be called that for an extended period of time? <laughs> bro, the whole show, bro. You got just watch the show. You know, I mean, I can't. I don't want because I could speak on topics like that because of what he said in the show, like. <laughs> And it would ex- um, you just gotta watch it, man. You okay, gotta. I'll check like it out. Twenty-five, they're like twenty-five minute episodes. Right. I'll have to, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. It's and it's funny that I never did because I was. It's not like I can really talk talk, talk about his music because I've never really listened to his actual music. Yeah, but I yeah. saw like when he was on with Sway and he did the five thing, uh, the five fucking five whatever the fuck that freestyle is that he that Sway does. I figured to death. Yes. Yeah, and then and, he was on. Uh, then he was on, was that Tim, Tim Westwood's? He did oh, West, yeah, there. Tim Westwood on Westwood One Radio. <clears throat> that was nuts. Yeah, BBC, he's just, he's BBC Radio or whatever. Yeah, he's, uh, he's good. I mean, people are like, oh, he's kind of corny. I'm like, okay, well, what did, but he's not going to rap about guns and drugs and all that shit corny. if he doesn't. I mean, what, I mean, what are you talking about, corny? Like, like, he's... He's he's incredible. He's so accomplished, like yes. so accomplished in such a short amount of time 
off off of just solely drive and bar mitzvah money. That's like, <laughs> but I mean, like what? Like it's insane, bro. It's nuts. It's nuts to me. I I I can't get off of the little diggy story. It's 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 insane. It's by so the way, nuts. don't 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 ever use those all in the same sentence again. Get off on little dicky stories. Yes. <laughs> You, as soon as you got done with that, I was like, oh, my God. What? <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Holy shit. Oh, that's great. All right, man. Well, listen, let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Listen, and that goes for anything that you ever want to do. It's an open invite to be on here. I appreciate that, man. Thank you very much for having me, always. I really, really do. It's always a great conversation talking about my music, talking about things that we're both doing. You know, it's always fun, man. You know, talking about little dicky stories. Jesus. <laughs> well, after you watch this show, I pro after you watch this show, you're going to be talking about it too. So we're going to, great. I can't wait to have another little dicky conversation with you. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, something that I try not to talk about with other guys are little dicky stories. Of course. Yeah. Until I see the show, of course. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate it. No, yeah, no. Uh, pleasure's all mine, man. Seriously, I appreciate you having me on. I can't wait for this to come out. You heard the song already, but anybody else that's that's listening, please go pre-order that. And uh, you know, if uh, it's avocado toast, the the link is not available in the U.S. right now. So you gotta search for Sin S Y N avocado toast on itunes pre-order it please help me achieve that goal of climbing that list for that day and um yeah we'll just we'll just see what happens but uh i hope everyone enjoys when it comes out d scott awesome. thank you for having me my friend always this appreciate it awesome all right let's wrap this bitch up i'm gonna stop recording that was tough it was perfect the story was perfect yes yep. leave it alone <laughs> well it was the, <laughs> that was the new thing though. It was the kid, Stan's kid coming yeah. after him. But anyway, I don't, listen, I'm not trying to get on Eminem's radar. No. I don't want to be that guy. No, 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 definitely not. Um, so <laughs> I'm not Nick Cannon. I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, even though for some reason, Nick Cannon's pretty sure he won. Oh no, he does. Well, that's, a, that's the, you know, you can't strike, you can't blame his confidence, man. You, you, can't, you, can't, you can't strike that down. He's trying. He definitely uh, does like he did, whether it's wrong or right, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I mean, he, he's confident about his, man. I'm like, man, I don't know if he won or not, but I've never seen someone lose a beef or battle without getting a response, and it was pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, dude. It was, it was really close. Um, <laughs> Because he had to, I mean, the thing that got me was it was like, I, he, he did some, but I'm like, you went and got like four battle rappers to come on your track. And you, I know. And whether or not they wanted to. It wasn't even that, and they weren't even really, they didn't hit as hard as they should have either, to be honest with you. Because I love battle rap. I do. But oh, no, I know. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like, I like Conceited. Mm -hmm. I like uh, Hitman Holler is kind of eh. I like Charlie Clips. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of other guys on like the third song that Nick Cannon put out that I'd never yeah. heard of, and I'm like, oh, fuck you, you don't. I know. <laughs> but I almost, I almost wonder 
if it came down to some point where they were just like, I'm going to give you a little bit, but I don't want to go too far. Right. Yeah. Because if he does decide to respond, I don't want that. Like, I don't want that smoke. Like I'm (laughs) just at all, you know, like granted it's not, I know people always talk shit about M because they're like, well, he's only battled like pop stars and like it's his MGK. I'm like, his MGK response was all he needed to do. He was, it was good enough because it was just Machine Gun Kelly, who, by the way, is a pretty decent MC. Lots, yeah, and he's just, and he he's very versatile. He just put out some punk rock record. That shit was nuts. Bloody Valentine. That shit was crazy. Yeah, it was really nice of him to reinvent Blink One Eighty Two sound. <laughs> my, yo, my buddy sends me the thing. He texts me. He goes, "What the fuck is this?" He's like, "It sounds like Blink." I'm like, "It should." I'm pretty sure Travis Barker played drums on it. Like. <laughs> Him because MGK and Travis are friends, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, but he does. It sounds like uh, I Miss You, which was a song from Blink in like the early 2000s. So, but it's oh, neither here nor there. I listen, I pop punk was one of my I gotta go listen to that shit then because, uh, yeah, then yeah, no, I how do I not know that? I miss no, you. Uh, have you okay? Have you seen? Uh, I don't know how much time we have, but have you seen um, have you seen the show, Dave? I have not watched the Little Dicky show. Oh my god! But I need to because I I've heard great things. I've heard it's hilarious. Hilarious, and literally the bro, it was his first. Kevin Hart produced it. His yep. first show he's ever acted in ever. Cable TV and Hulu, so it came on twice a week. And then he got – then they clocked it at, like, the highest rating comedy show watched on cable in history on FX and then signed him for a second season after a week of it being on after the finale. All right, yeah, no, I got to watch it. It's insane. And I'm a fan of Lil Dicky, Dave, whatever, yeah. him. He's so good, bro. You're, you're going to watch this show, bro. You have a whole new appreciation. <laughs> like, I caught myself calling him Dave last week, talking about his music. That's oh, how okay. – <laughs> I mean, if that was his goal, he did it, man. You just – you forget that's his rap name, like a little dicky. You start calling him Dave. It's crazy. I think it's eventually crazy. maybe he just wanted to also get away from the name Lil Dicky. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, would you yeah. Would you, would you want to be called that for an extended period of time? <laughs> for the whole show, bro, you got just watch the show. You know, I mean, I can't. I don't want because I could speak on topics like that because of what he said in the show. <laughs> like, and it would. Um, you just gotta watch it, man. You okay, gotta, I'll check like it out. Twenty-five. They're like twenty-five minute episodes. Right. I'll have to, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. It's and it's funny that I never did because I was. It's not like I can really talk talk, talk about his music because I've never really listened to his actual music. Yeah, but I yeah. saw like when he was on with Sway and he did the five thing, uh, the five fucking five whatever the fuck that freestyle is that he that Sway does. Five fingers of death. Yes. Yeah, and then and, he was on. Uh, then he was on. Was that Tim? Tim Westwood's. He did. Oh, West, yeah, death. Tim Westwood on Westwood One Radio. <clears throat> that was nuts. Yeah, he's BBC, just, he's BBC Radio or whatever. Yeah, he's. Uh, He's good. I mean, people are like, oh, he's kind of corny. I'm like, okay, well, what did, but he's not going to rap about guns and drugs and all that shit. If he doesn't, I mean, what, I mean, what are you talking about? Corny? Like 
like he's 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 incredible. He's so accomplished, like yes. so accomplished in such a short amount of time off off of just solely drive and bar mitzvah money. That's like, <laughs> but I mean, like what? Like it's insane, bro. It's nuts. It's nuts to me. I. I, I can't get off of the little diggy story. It's 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 insane. It's by so the way, don't 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 ever use those all in the same sentence again. Get off on little dicky stories. Yes. <laughs> like, as soon as you got done with that, I was like, oh my god, what? <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! Holy shit! Oh, that's great. All right, man. Well, listen, let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Listen, and that goes for anything that you ever want to do. It's an open invite to be on here. I appreciate that, man. Thank you very much for having me always. I really, really do. It's always a great conversation talking about my music, talking about things that we're both doing. You know, it's always fun, man. You know, talking about little dicky stories. Jesus. <laughs> well, after you watch this show, I pro after you watch this show, you're going to be talking about it too. So. We're going to, great. I can't wait to have another Lil Dicky conversation with you. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, something that I try not to talk about with other guys are Lil Dicky stories. Of course, yeah. Hi Until I see the show, of course. <laughs> I know. All right, man. Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate it. No, yeah, no. Uh, pleasure's all mine, man. Seriously, I appreciate you having me on. I can't wait for this to come out. You heard the song already, but anybody else that's, that's listening, please go pre-order that and, uh, you know, if uh, it's avocado toast, the, the link is not available in the U.S. right now. So you got to search for Sin, S-Y-N, avocado toast on iTunes. Pre-order it. Please help me achieve that goal of climbing that list for that day. And, um, yeah, we'll just, we'll just see what happens. But uh, I hope everyone enjoys it when it comes out. D. Scott, awesome. thank you for having me, my friend. Always appreciate it.